This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, episode 1039. Grammar, that means a great deal on IELTS. Welcome to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English, downloaded more than 22 million times with former IELTS examiner Jessica Beck and Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz. If you are stuck with a low score, our insider method will help you get the score you need to unlock your dreams. Get your estimated band score now with our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash my score. A lot is actually a complicated phrase. Find out a common student mistake with a lot and then learn native ways to not just be grammatically correct, but also lexically impressive for your next IELTS exam. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Aubrey, how's it going? Hi, I've got a lot going on today. What about yeah, you? Yeah, like what? <laughs> That's funny. We um, we got back from a trip and I don't know about you, but I like to do a lot on a vacation. So I kind of exhaust myself. Oh, totally. And I come back and I sort of need a vacation from my vacation. Yes, <laughs> I'm so tired. Everybody does, right? Yes. It's, you know, even if it's a relaxing vacation, um, th- still like... The traveling aspect of it, the movement aspect of it, like that always is draining, right? Right. It's like a six-hour drive or especially if you're flying, just the travel can be so exhausting. Totally. It's a lot. (laughs) It is a lot. (laughs) In In that specific instance, right? I couldn't use some of the synonyms we've taught you for a lot. I couldn't be like, it's a multitude. That wouldn't make any sense. Now... We're going to explain this grammar, this sort of difference in definition today, because it's really important. We we did teach you some amazing synonyms for a lot in um it last week. Which episode was that? Oh, good question. Um, we taught you some amazing. Ten thirty six, one thousand thirty six. Ten thirty six, awesome. And so we had an awesome student try to use some of those phrases, but it didn't turn out so well, right? Exactly, because there you can't use a lot in every sense for every world. Like you just said, you can't say um, that we got a multitude going on, right? And the way right. this student used it, they wanted to say that something means a lot. And so they said it means a multitude and that changes the meaning. It doesn't mean what you mean. Because (laughs) doesn't mean what you mean. Because in that sense, multitude is not a parallel for a lot. Because when you're talking about how much something means, you can say it means a great deal, that something is extremely valuable or important. But when we're talking about how much something means, we cannot use a lot. And this does get into some tricky grammar. Yeah, guys. So it comes back to 
like we've thought about countable versus uncountable, right? And that's really the best way to sort of get at this difference. Um, the examples we're giving, like these aren't exact things we're counting, you know, like if something says, oh my God, this hurts so much. This hurts a lot. Like, can you count the hurt? No, no. like we, <laughs> we don't have like a, a scale we're talking about of like feelings, you know, Um Here's another way to look at it. Like something costs a lot. Like I'm not telling you the exact number value, right? I'm not going to say like, I could say like, oh, this has, you know, this costs a million dollars or whatever. But if I, if I want to convey the fact that it's just huge, that it's expensive and I'm not giving you the exact number, then I would just be like, it costs a lot. So this is really just an uncountable idea of when you're just saying like something is very big, like a great deal, right? So a great deal is a parallel expression here that we we taught you that also works here as an adverb phrase. So when we're putting this phrase after a verb, it costs a lot. It hurts a lot. You have improved a lot. In this adverb slot, you cannot put these countable synonyms like a multitude, um, numerous, like those words do not fit there. Exactly right. Because those are for countable things. You can say there is a multitude of benefits, right? For multitude, plethora, a significant amount. These are things or a significant quantity, right? These are things that we can actually count. We can count the number of benefits that something has. And so those words you, you can use there when it's countable. And when it becomes a little more abstract, like you were saying, how much something hurts or how much something means to you, that's not Countable, so you cannot use one of those words. Exactly, exactly. Um, so one more way to look at this from a grammatical standpoint, guys, because sometimes I know it's confusing. Like you think, no, well, we actually can count dollars. So why can't I say it costs a multitude? You know what I mean? Like it Good does point. get mm -hmm. hazy sometimes. So mm -hmm. if you have a verb like that and you think, okay, I, I'm not sure if I can count it. I, I can count it. So why can't I use this these other words? Just remember this, guys. These phrases like a multitude, a huge quantity of, those phrases go before a noun. Okay, a huge, a huge quantity of benefits, Disasters, a, yeah. <laughs> an enormous number of mountains, whatever. Um, those phrases go before a noun, a lot of noun. Okay, so what we're talking about today, these phrases go after the verb. Okay, so it, it you can just look at it just purely grammatically and think, okay, do I want to put this phrase before a noun or after a verb? <laughs> So yeah, after a, a verb, do not say a multitude, do not say a huge quantity, do not say numerous because grammatically, guys, and lexically speaking, those phrases do not fit there. Exactly, right? So we have another great trick for you guys, and this is to use a simile to make a comparison. So if you ever are writing or speaking and you're not positive, if you can use a lot there or if you can use a multitude, you can turn it into a comparison. Instead, you could say, this costs as much as a brand new car, right? Instead of just saying, 
This costs a multitude. No, that would be wrong. This costs a lot. No, that's really boring, right? This costs as much as, and use some hyperbole, use some exaggeration. I love it. I love it. So simile, guys, in case you're not sure, a simile is a comparison between two things that are usually not compared. (laughs) Um, A comparison using like or as. All right. That's a simile. So like Aubrey said, it. you know what? I say this a lot when we're talking about how really rich people spend their money. You know, and maybe like somebody spent, you know, like $80,000 on a, you know, a van. I don't know. (laughs) I'd be like, what? That's insane. That costs as much as a mortgage or, you know what I mean? Like, um, we, I, I, I love to use similes guys. Yeah, Um, for sure. That's a really good one. That costs as much as my rent. That costs as much as my mortgage. And here they are blowing it on some frivolous thing. Frivolous. I love that adjective. You know, I was just speaking to someone yesterday whose sister is a real estate agent here in Portland. Um, talking about people from the Bay Area who come up to Portland or they don't even come up here. Like they make offers on houses sight unseen. That's a great <sighs> phrase. Um, yeah. They make offers on houses without even seeing the house because they can, because they have so much money. They have stupid um, money. And they we offer call it like $100,000 over asking <laughs> oh, price. So it's, it's like, crazy. I want to sell my house for $200,000. Um, somebody, like a really rich person would be like, okay, I want to make sure this is mine. So I'm going to offer you $300,000. So anyways, we're having this conversation about like why people can't afford houses in Portland anymore who actually live here. And this is, That's we why. made a lot of these comparisons, right? Like I was like, it's, Instead of offering an extra hundred grand, you know, that person could use that to support a family for a year. Like, exactly. why are you throwing money for away? Five years. Anyway. I, know. <laughs> I know. So, so here's another one, guys. We we sh- we told you the verb hurts. Same thing. You can't say this hurts a multitude because you can't count how much something hurts. But there's a great idiomatic phrase to say something hurts like a. Uh, I always say hurts like a mother. Which I think is short for the curse word. The reason we say that is because it's often used. This simile, this specific simile, is often used with a bad word, which we're not going to say, and you can't say on IELTS. But that's how we shorten it. We get over that. You can still be polite, but you can still sort of show that you you have this native speaker understanding, and just say it hurts like a mother. Now I know that may not make any sense to you guys, but I promise you that is a hundred percent native. And definitely use it in speaking part one. It's very, very informal, but super native and super impressive. Again, I my mind would be blown if I were, you know, listening to you as an examiner and you said that. Yes, that'd be really fun. And just in case, I would say this in front of my grandma. It's like the polite, there is no curse word there. We're sort of taking an expression that's normally used with a curse word, like you said, but we're making it very polite. And you could say this in front of anyone. You can definitely say it in front of the examiner. And like you said, they will love it. They're going to be very amused. Or, you know what? Here's another thing you could do, guys. You could be like, it hurts like a you know what. Ooh, that's good too. (laughs) (laughs) And the oh, you know man. what is a swear word that we're not going to say, but you can just say hurts like a you know what and people will giggle. It's like, you're oh right. Oh my gosh. It would be <laughs> so hilarious, you guys. Um, so 
why? Let's remind you guys quickly why we're teaching you some of these informal, super native, super slangy ways to communicate. Because guys, you have to show native speaker ability if you want a seven or higher. Okay, you cannot get a seven or higher just by using $5 academic words. Okay, the examiner must hear a range of vocabulary. And your goal is not just to pass IELTS, but to sound natural for high IELTS scores, but also to sound more natural in life. When you move to another country, when you go to university, you want to start sounding native right now, not just for your IELTS score, but for the rest of your life, guys. So, yes, today's phrases will definitely help your IELTS score. <laughs> and we talked about grammar as well. Like, so much gold in today's episode, you guys. But also, these phrases are just great in the real world. Um, okay, awesome. So, guys, if you want to find out what you would get on IELTS if you took it right now, you can find out. We made a really short quiz. It's free, guys, completely free. Go to allersenglish.com slash score. Get your estimated IELTS band score and free resources that us as IELTS experts made for you. Allersenglish.com slash my score. Yes, awesome. Check it out today, guys. If you haven't yet, you should know what you would get if you took the exam today. You can find out in two minutes. So go to allersenglish.com slash my score. Super Thanks, awesome. Jessica. Thanks for yeah. hanging out today, Aubrey. See ya. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Thanks for listening to IELTS Energy. Hit subscribe now and don't forget to find your estimated band score at allearsenglish.com slash my score.